0: We are all feeling the strain of inflation, but a lot of parents still have a long shopping list as families gear up for back to school. Maybe your kid takes amazing notes and needs to start the year with five notebooks, or maybe you just found out that graphing calculators cost a small fortune. Well, Illinois' sales tax holiday aims to relieve some of that financial stress. From August 5th to the 14th, state sales tax will be just one-fifth of what it usually is. We'll hear from some local parents in just a minute. But first, we're joined by Matt Adams, who's a principal at Deloitte Consulting, who specializes in retail sector. Hi, Matt. Welcome to Reset.
1: Hi, Sasha Ann. Nice to talk to you.
0: Your organization conducted a, a back-to-school survey. Can you tell us who you talked to for this?
1: Yes, uh, we actually did it in two parts. We did a national survey uh, talking to parents across the country and then a specific survey for the city of Chicago and in the, the surrounding area where we talked to 400 parents about their uh, their view on back-to-school spending and, and what they expect this season.
0: Yeah. Well, what are some of the big takeaways that you got from the report?
1: Um, the biggest one that stood out to me is that Chicago shoppers are uneasy about the economy, are concerned about inflation, inflation, um, but that's not keeping them from spending on their kids this back-to-school season, that, that spending is effectively flat year-over-year and still 34% higher than national averages at eight hundred and eighty six dollars per child
0: wow so how are parents feeling then about inflation and and spending when it comes to back to school shopping
1: yeah i mentioned that they're uneasy um more than half of the consumers that we talked to are expecting the economy to worsen and and almost a third believe they are worse off financially compared to last year where we saw that that number was only 15 percent last year yeah um that said that um as I mentioned, the the parents are still looking to spend. They're prioritizing their children, uh, you know, with spending being flat. Um, that that's a pretty good indication that that they're still prioritizing the back to school spend, and they're also looking at um, prioritizing their kids in different ways, with uh, thinking about mental health, um, thinking about sustainable products, um, and still expecting that that the technology that they'll need to be effective in their Education will be available to them, largely produced through schools this year.
0: Yeah. Let's dig more into that, Matt. You you bring up a, a good point about uh, mental health, right?
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: survey found half of parents were concerned about their children's mental health. So it just looks like parents' priorities overall are are just are shifting. What do you think that would mean for back-to-school shopping?
1: Yeah, so you, you cited it. Uh, it's actually 55% of the parents that we talk to are concerned about their kids' mental health, and 46% of those have already purchased products in that regard. Um, and it's things like um, music and, and spending on arts and sports and camp, and even including things like meditation apps um, or yoga. So they're, they're really recognizing that the, the last couple of years have, have been a challenge, and they're prioritizing kids' mental health in a variety of ways
0: hmm These uh, school supply lists, right? They they seem to always get longer and, and more specific. I'm speaking from experience here, Matt. Um are families losing their patience for, for required lists of supplies?
1: Uh we're not seeing that actually. Um the the you know, we're still seeing a focus on convenience and, and a lot of schools are producing, as you mentioned, lists and Offering the opportunity either through the school or through PTA uh, uh, groups to do um, pre made kits. And, and parents are taking advantage of those kits. Uh, half plan to buy pre made kits, and, and more than half of those have already done so. So, you know, I do see some um, based on the survey, based on what we're hearing from parents, that, that parents are looking for that convenience and, for that matter, want to support the communities that they're serving their their students.
0: And so we're clear, how, how much more does, does back-to-school shopping cost this year? What did you find?
1: Uh, in terms of cost, so we are seeing inflation, uh, not surprising given how much it's in the the news, and, and we've all talked about it, somewhere in the range of 9%. Um, so, well, we do see in uh, spend being flat. Some of that is um, a byproduct of that inflation and, and higher prices. So we are seeing consumers were expecting this, that, that they expected higher prices this year, and, and we are seeing that to some extent. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's talk about this tax holiday. You know, Illinois' sales tax is reduced from 6.25% to 1.25% for a 10 day period. What's the impact of that?
1: Uh, it's actually interesting. The. Um, you know, there has been some concern among the the shoppers that we surveyed that supply chain concern would be an issue, uh, but we're not seeing that affect their behavior. Which, in this case, is actually a good thing because uh, if if they were really concerned, they would have shopped earlier and and maybe missed out on this tax holiday. So, the the tax holiday really gives parents an opportunity to to take advantage of that reduced uh, cost, um, offset some of the effects of inflation, and give parents the opportunity to uh, settle some of those needs that they've got for their their students and and purchase between, as you said, in your setup, now and Sunday.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, items that qualify for this uh, sales tax uh, reduction here, uh, clothing under $125 per item, shoes under $125, uh, school supplies like notebooks and backpacks. What's not included are art supplies, masks, and other protective equipment, uh, as well as computers and electronics and textbooks. Which, darn, <laughs> that's. Um, but the the big question here, Matt, is this tax holiday enough? You think to to offset the impact of inflation when it comes to back to school shopping? Like, it, how much is this actually going to help?
1: Uh, I think it will, and and I'll go back to the to the biggest finding that that we saw is that parents are going to prioritize their their children, and, and they said so pretty significantly. I think the relief that our legislators have been able to offer through this tax holiday will certainly help and, and will extend the dollar a little bit farther. Um, but parents were planning on, on spending regardless of the economic uncertainty, their unease and inflation. So this can do nothing but help that.
0: Yeah. Well, how else is back to school shopping different this year, you would say, than, than past years?
1: Uh, it's it's In some ways, it's a continuation of what we saw pre-pandemic, you know, students or uh, shoppers rather are getting back into stores. So we saw that there the last couple of years that had been less the case, but um, 45 percent of spend is expected to be in stores again. So, you know, I'm not sure what normal is in this world these days, but it's clear people are returning to stores, which is great. Um, Still, the online shopping trend hasn't abated. There's still a lot of people shopping online, only retailers. Um, And mobile shopping continues to gain favor. Uh, So we see 65% of of consumers are going to use mobile shopping this year. Um, Those are some of the big insights that we saw. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to be one of those parents (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Me too. Matt Adams is with Deloitte Consulting, where he focuses on the retail sector. Thank you for your time, Matt.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: All right, now let's hear from some parents about how this tax holiday impacts their day-to-day lives. Jenny LaFleur is the creator of the blog Mama Fresh. That's a blog for parents, and she's on the line with us now. Great to have you back on Reset, Jenny.
2: Always great to talk to you, Sasha Ann.
0: Also joining us is Ronnie Reese, a Chicago dad who lives in North Park. Hey, Ronnie.
3: Hey, how are you?
0: I'll start with you, Ronnie. How old are your kids?
3: Uh, My oldest is six, and my youngest is four.
0: Okay, and so you're still you're back to school shopping at least for the six year old. So how how's that been going?
3: Uh, we're about halfway through, uh, and it's gone fairly well. We've got the things we have needed for is individual supplies, uh, the classroom supplies. We're just kind of waiting to see some more sales. That's really where the bulk of our expenses are.
0: So what what does the list look like? The shopping list. What what kinds of things were they asking for this year?
3: Uh, tissue, paper towels, uh, copy paper. Uh, pencils, scotch tape, you know, index cards, just general supplies are needed for the classroom.
0: Okay. So has the tax holiday changed your family's plans at all?
3: Uh, not really. You know, we're we're mostly shopping for one child. My youngest will still need a few classroom things. So I think it makes a bigger difference when you have multiple children, you know, and you're buying, you are know, spending hundreds of dollars on all of them, three or four kids go back to school. But, you know, for just one child, it hasn't really been that much of an impact. Mm-hmm.
2: Jenny, tell us about your kids. So I have a 5-year-old who's entering kindergarten mm-hmm. and then I have a 1-year-old. And even though we're entering kindergarten, this is actually our third back to school season with um CPS. So this is, you know, our third oh, time okay. at it. You though always said it's first year big year big year of school.
0: So is is your household in the full swing, you'd say, of back to school chaos? <laughs>
2: Yes, we are, like, right in the midst of it, like so many other families. We kind of pieced together camps this year. So, you know, three weeks here, another two weeks there. So we are right in this kind of in-between of camp has ended and school hasn't started. Mm -hmm. So it is really um, a time... And similar, just to what Ronnie said, you have your. I thought that he brought up a great point, and I was. uh, I wrote it down when Matt was speaking that you have your classroom, you have your individual supplies, but you also have classroom supplies that, as parents, we come as a community that we have to contribute. So this is something that I don't remember growing up. I don't remember my mom having to buy paper towels. That's right. And yes, essentials. Or as you remember, Ronnie, last year we had to get You know, wipes were a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. we had to yep. make sure we had all these things because we sanitizer mm-hmm. because we want to support our teachers in classroom. And this is really the first community building exercise that a classroom has before you even meet together. It's this pulling together of resources to support your classroom?
0: Yeah. No, I, I hadn't seen anything like this uh, before until. I had kids of my own and 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 really only in in their later years minor teenagers and it's really only been in the last i'd say four or five years where I, I've seen this this ask for classroom supplies that that's all new to me um and I feel like our household is a little behind so i've gotta I've gotta jump into the shopping this weekend, especially to take advantage of this this tax holiday um my kids were traveling so i I didn't really have much choice, but to wait. Um, But, you know, how would you advise parents, Jenny, who are listening, you know, to make the most of this tax holiday? What should they do?
2: This is really about strategy. I think for parents like myself and you, I've done the uniform part. I'm still kind of slow poking around Mm -hmm. on the actual supplies part, but this gives us a definitive deadline. You know, if if it wasn't for this holiday, I might be running out even days before. So we don't want to Miss this opportunity to um to take advantage of the relief that politicians are giving us. So really use that Sunday as a hard deadline to really you want to take advantage and you really want to get your things done through this weekend. Mm-hmm.
0: Ronnie, items that are uh, eligible for this uh, lowered sales tax, as I was mentioning to Matt earlier, they include clothes under one hundred twenty five dollars, shoes under one hundred twenty five dollars, and school supplies that kids will use during the school day, but there's also a long list of things that aren't eligible. So we're talking sports equipment, most art supplies, textbooks, computers, masks. What do you think about all that?
3: Uh, I think it's funny that the most expensive items are the ones that aren't Of course
0: not. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not (laughs) the computers and not the textbooks.
3: Exactly. And and back to, you know, like teachers and classroom expenses, like teachers and CPS get $250 dollars. They can be reimbursed for supplies. Um, it's just a drop in the bucket. Wow. I think it's similar to the sales tax holiday, where you know there are certain items that you know the district won't cover that teachers do need, uh, like headphones. You know, for you know special education students who need mm-hmm. those to take standardized tests. Uh, you know, CPS may not cover that, so that's going to be out of pocket for a teacher. So you know, I think the credits help, um, and sales tax holiday definitely helps, yeah. of course but there needs to be more that, you know, we can be providing to kind of make up for those things that aren't covered.
0: Does does any of this mean that you're shopping differently at all this year than usual?
3: Um, These limitations? Yeah, we're, we're, we're just cobbling things together more, you know, yeah. some online, some stores, uh, some larger, you know, big box stores, like some smaller drug stores. And like I said, I'm just trying to be patient to see, you know, if prices do go down on a few things. Um, but it's not like, you know, it's the kind of thing where you can wait too long because you right. run the risk of going to a store and there's nothing on the yeah. shelf.
0: Also, you have we've like seen, four yeah. days to take advantage exactly. of this.
3: Now We've seen supply chain issues, you know, impact consumers in other areas, and, you know, back-to-school supplies are no different. Yeah.
0: Jenny, what are you hearing from other parents?
2: Right now, we are in... Um we're in the we're like we're in the pressure like the last couple of weeks to get things done i think that you and Ronnie brought up a great point of the things that weren't covered some parents are confused because it feels like a misalignment of values um we are receiving information from chicago public schools saying that masks even though they are not required they are strongly recommended however they are not covered under um, the tax holiday so you have ideas like we are really as a system as an educational thing we are you know, really focusing on steam, you know, putting the arts in there, but then that's not covered as well. So I think that some of us are confused about the what's not on the list that we really truly thought it was all of our school supplies. And so that felt a little bit confusing. And so we're really having to do our research before we're entering in stores.
0: Yeah. And we just heard from Matt Adams with Deloitte Consulting uh, about parents' priorities and that they're different this year, mental health being a big concern for a lot of them as they get ready to send their kids back to school this fall. What's your experience been, Jenny?
2: You know, this is for us, we are on the south side of Chicago, so back to school for us starts The back to school, like really excitement starts this weekend on Saturday with the Bud Billiken parade. Like many other families for years in Chicago, when we see this parade, we know that it's time to go back to school. Mm -hmm. Now we are at the position of, are we going to take our family to a parade? And it feels insane to even think of this because it's blocks away from our home. And so it even starts that trepidation of safety starts even before my child enters a school building. So I think that when you think about that with mental health and um, you don't wanna have, and I think for us, so a lot of parents, it's the anticipatory anxiety that they have regarding safety. And so and regarding mental health that they're having to deal with even now.
0: Yeah. Ronnie, what are some of your concerns when it comes to mental health?
3: Uh, I'm blessed. You know, I have two wonderful children, uh, and they're both on, on the right path, thankfully. But, you know, I live north, um, lifelong shock when I was born south. I grew up west. So I see that, you know, other communities are struggling. Um, as we try and, you know, make it through this pandemic, we need to start thinking more about recovery. Um, and there's just so much trauma in communities outside of the classroom. Uh, housing, violence, you know, just food instability, food deserts, just grocery stores are leaving communities. So... I look outside of my family and look at our city as a whole Mm -hmm. and know that we do need a lot of help. And it really starts with our children and our teachers and because schools are anchors of communities. So it starts with, you know, those aspects of our city. And that's what we need to be giving most of our attention, our resources.
0: Absolutely. Jenny, any other tips that you can leave us with to help parents just keep a level head as they go into the school year?
2: I really um, encourage parents to lean in on community. It's something that OB, the OBQ, my 5 year olds, his new school, he, they, I saw something that they had, and that was a community uniform swap. So something as simple as that, people are bringing uniforms that their kids grew out of, and and in that way, just standing around the table and just swapping sizes and things of that nature that helps save money, helps build community. A love of taking advantage of the tax holiday and any advantages, like um, we mentioned before, with the ready-to-go boxes. So really staying informed and then acting quickly so you don't miss these small little windows of relief that they have built for parents.
0: Jenny Laflora is a local mom and creator of the parenting blog Mama Fresh. And Ronnie Reese is a Chicago dad. Thank you both. Thank you. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.